2: Down there.
3: Uh. Yeah. The numbers told the story, they
2: always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil
4: Alexander on VSIN.
5: Good Monday morning shoot is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network. Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. We have. Our Super Bowl. The Chiefs and the Eagles will go through it all, by the way, later on the show. Chrissy Andrews will join us. By the way, good morning, Kelly. By the way. Good morning. Should not go over that
4: point. How you doing, man?
5: I'm good. Your migraines are okay? I'm doing
4: okay. Okay.
5: Okay. Uh, Later on the show, Chrissy Andrews. So here's how we'll do this again. Chrissy Andrews, as we do this in the playoffs, will join us at the end of the show. Last two segments, we'll do the blow-by-blow for each game from yesterday, like we do it Guessing Line style, the whole recap Uh, detail by detail, from on the field, off the field, Romo, Anita Baker, everything. We'll cover it all. Uh, We'll do that in the last couple segments of the show. Uh, But we will start there as well. And we will uh, talk about the Australian Open. We'll talk about the golf tournament, the Farmers Insurance this weekend, um, and moving forward in that. We also want to talk, the only other non-football thing we want to talk about today is this Jaron Jackson Defensive Player of the Year controversy. Not sure if you're aware of this or not. But this is a fascinating little case study in sports betting legalization and every little detail that must be kosher in not only determining that, but daily props, daily fantasy, and that kind of thing. We'll tease that. That's for later. As far as the games yesterday, let us just begin with congratulating Eagles fans, Eagles backers, Chiefs fans, Chiefs backers. Uh, By any measure – what an amazing! Let's start with the Eagles. What an amazing thing for the for the Philadelphia Eagles. Ben Volin uh, summed it up in a tweet yesterday. Ben Volin, who's uh, primarily known for his takes on Boston media, but he summed it up by saying, "You know what? An amazing turnaround by by any measure. Injuries ruin this particular game," he said. But the Eagles don't care. They're headed to their fourth Super Bowl in franchise history. Incredible turnaround by Howie Roseman and Nick Sirianni from four eleven and one in twenty twenty. To the Super Bowl in 2022, and he's right. By any measure, that is outstanding. Despite what happened yesterday, which obviously we'll get into, just awesome. And and let us not forget that the, you know that the Jalen Hurts. Let's seize on the quarterback. When Jalen Hurts was drafted, what was the consensus? What an overdraft. What are they going to do with him? Drafting him so early in the second round. What was that? And yet here we are. Eagles to the Super Bowl, and congratulations again to everybody who has them futures wise. Also the Chiefs. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's it's the, the Patrick Mahomes era, and again, we'll get to the details because there's so many de- <laughs> there's so many details that got us to this point. But Patrick Mahomes now headed to his and the Chiefs and Andy Reid headed to their third Super Bowl in four years. And for Patrick Mahomes, as we mentioned, five straight championship games. In six seasons, remember his first season, he uh, he backed up Alex Smith, only played in one game. So basically, every single season of his, not basically, every single season of his has gone to a championship game and in now three of the last four, a Super Bowl. Now, if they only win one, if they don't win this game against the Eagles and they remain stuck at one Super Bowl victory, eh, maybe you can start talking about missed opportunities.
4: Yep. Yeah, it was uh that felt big last night for everything that you're talking about right now the historical perspective of the Chiefs uh of them getting back, you know, getting back to a Super Bowl, playing in another conference championship game. Those are incredible marks, but the yeah, I, I I think that win was huge for them last night against the Bengals and we'll dive more into that, but I think the the win against the Bengals was maybe mattered to them more than I thought it was going Ooh, to. Specifically, did, the Bengals did they
5: reveal that it did afterwards? Yeah, or, my goodness, did they? And
4: then, and then, look, I think you're right. I think that the this is a season of and it and it stinks because they're banged up, but it's it's a season of putting some of these questions to bed, right? And it's look, I think the Burrow Mahomes questions were starting to you know perk up here over the past I few months. That, up that last, clearly affected
5: them. I brought that up last week that if that if Burrow wins this game. It's Mahomes and Burrow on the same tier. You yeah. can't separate them anymore. Well, you Still, maybe you can, maybe you can. That's I, obviously a more I, nebulous conversation. Gil,
4: you know, I started thinking about that. Yes, it's nebulous, and yes, it's a it's a, it's a subjective complete sports talk uh, yeah. rant, but I did start thinking about that with like three minutes left in
5: the game. Oh, there's no question. But let, let's start with the Eagles. So again, with congratulations to all those fans and all the backers who had both of those teams, but let's start with the Eagles. You can be congratulated, you can be happy, but it's a... N- <laughs> It's another thing. Here's what I'm reminded of, Kelly, before I get into this. Remember the, the college football national championship between Alabama and Texas? And Colt McCoy came up with weak arm, like at the, yeah. at, towards the end of the first quarter, or dead arm or whatever they called dead, it. Dead arm. And I remember after that game, the people who had Alabama chirping about their handicapping win. And I remember thinking, I was like, are you guys the biggest idiots I've ever met in my life? So there was there's a few people, right, yesterday – Uh, Because they're Eagles fans or they're Eagles backers or whatever. They want the worst for you, whatever it is. And they're like, ah, yeah, you were so wrong and we were so Okay. You can be congratulated. It doesn't mean your handicap was proven correctly. We have no idea. Anybody's handicap was proven wrong. Let's separate those two matters yesterday. Um, By the end of the first quarter of that game between the Niners and.
4: Wait, so you're saying I shouldn't bust out the money gun because I was on the Eagles. That's correct. That's
5: correct. You should not. But by the end of the first quarter of that Niners-Eagles game, you had, let's just get to the, to the potential award winners. You had the potential coach of the year in Kyle Shanahan, who should have obviously, obvious by Devontae Smith's reaction to his non-catch on a very high leverage fourth down play in a scoreless game, he should have absolutely have challenged that play just on the tell of Devonte's reaction. Yep. That's the potential coach of the year. Then, of course, you have the potential offensive rookie of the year in Brock Purdy getting hit and injured by Hassan Reddick, And again, ulnar nerve issues is probably what it is. Something that time, a day or two, would take care of. But you've got no feeling in your hand. You can barely grip a football is the sort of medical reaction or something like that. He is knocked out of the game. And then you have the potential defensive player of the year who gets hurt sitting on the sidelines... <laughs> He did get in the game, but it was one thing after another. By the way, this was after the second play of the game where Dre Greenlaw got knock, temporarily knocked out. You're like, oh, thank God he's back in the game. This would be the worst thing that happens to us today.
4: Yeah. Let that, you, know,
5: <laughs> you know. You know, So always this. Fred
4: Warner go down. Yeah, the
5: Bosa was... Oh, I'm sorry. It was, Gre- it was Warner at first, not yeah, Greenlaw. Yeah, my yeah, my bad.
4: Yeah. Um, and then it was the. Uh, Bosa was. In, in... You know who was it? Olson on the call. Olson started to crack me up with some of these things now, where it was like, like he was like, and there's Olson down again, and uh, he's gonna he's gonna go out, and then it was like, and Olson's coming back in again.
5: Yeah, and and then of course by you know the after the first few plays of the of the oh, second sorry, half, sorry. by the first few plays of the second half, then Josh Johnson gets knocked out. Linval Joseph hits him, in his and his head hits the ground, and so for really a half of football. The San Francisco 49ers, who had their third string and their fourth string quarterbacks knocked out of this game, did not have a quarterback who could physically throw a forward pass. It was it Somebody yesterday was saying they would have been better with 67-year-old Steve Young out there. By the way, I don't know if he's 67. Matt, uh, yeah,
4: uh, Yes, they would have been. Yes, <laughs> like, they yes, would have been. been. They would have been, <laughs> but that just shows you how, <laughs>
5: how ridiculous it was. I mean, the competitive portion of this game there's, was over. There's no
4: doubt they would have been
5: better. <laughs> so, again, congratulations to you. Let's not chirp so much. Matt Goldich, by the way, uh, put it this way. He goes, uh-oh, the 49ers' fifth-string quarterback is George Santos. There's a little political humor <laughs> uh, for Matt Goldich. Anyway, so it was. it's a shame for those of us who had Niners futures. By the way, this is why they call it betting, right? This is why they call it gambling. These things can happen. Um, the likelihood of, a, of both of your quarterbacks getting knocked out in any particular football game is uh, slim to none, but it happened. By the way, I had the I, on the Megapod. I did ask, "Who's the Niners' backup? Who's their active backup quarterback for this game?" I just for some reason I had the presence of mind to ask that question because I thought, is, "Is Garoppolo going to be available for this?" And no was the answer.
4: Yeah, we kind of got that update like two weeks ago yeah. that he was still he was still hurting hurting on his on his comeback. But man, you you just wonder, right? What if? I think that what if question will be lasting for a while because I, I don't know if we truly know how. How injured he still is, but obviously you designate before the game whether he, you know, whether he can play or not. Um, yeah, it's and you, you just it, it never had an opportunity, right? You just listen, never had the opportunity.
5: For, so for those of us who had who had Niners futures, who had
4: Niners MVP
5: tickets, by the way, is George Kittle still available for Super Bowl MVP? I'm not sure if that ticket still counts. Um, <laughs> it's 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 super unfortunate because yeah, might they have lost anyway? They might have. Will we ever know? We will never know. We will never know about that. So that sort of it. it someone said, "Oh, it's it's a stinky way for the Niners' things to, to end." It it was a stinky way for, for the NFC and football to have it yeah. end yeah. yesterday.
4: Yeah, I think I think the other the other side of that coin, Gil, is with this new playoff format. This is the greatest example we've seen so far of how valuable getting the one seed is, right? Because you can you can kind of, I don't, don't want to say luck, but I'm going to, kind of luck your way into a Super Bowl, right? It is you take care of business against a crappy seven seed, uh, seven seed team, and then you just have one, you know one injury and the eagles are in a super bowl Or two. and i'm not taking anything away yeah. from the philadelphia eagles and what they no. did all season long good for them and how good of a team they are i'm just think, i'm just saying think of what the chiefs and the Bengals went through yesterday and who's remaining and who's remaining in the left in the in this race for a for a super bowl and what the eagles at path was to H-
5: history won't care like if the won't eagle if, if the eagles win the super bowl history will not care that they crushed a horrible giants team that they beat a Niners team that didn't have a quarterback who could throw a forward pass for a half of a football game, and oh, by the way, might beat a Chiefs team that is now without, we don't know yet, right? We're going to have to follow this for the next two weeks. But good God, at wide receiver in the secondary, what are they going to have? So again, history won't care. Good on the Eagles. Um, A number one seed helps that very much, at least on the front side of that. And then if you catch a break or two, my goodness. So congratulations against the Eagles. Tough way for the Niners and Niners backers to fall. Uh, We will talk about all the officiating in both games, and we'll talk about the Chiefs and the Bengals on the other side. Oh, boy. How'd you feel about the officiating yesterday? Did it ruin the entire day for you? I think it did to some. Sia Najad makes a great point about golf and tennis coming up, too. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
3: To start listening,
5: we get tweets at beating the book. I uh, Always appreciate the uh, feedback. John Anthony the Second, I believe he goes. He says, "I did find it crazy how all week you were the only one to note the importance of Jimmy G if he would be back up today." That was uh, from yesterday. Yeah, um, that would have been nice. Would it Huge. Have, Would it yeah. have changed things? Well, we would have some. They would have had someone who could throw a forward pass. That's right sure. I mean, yeah. Who so, knows? so yes, it changes. Yes, things. hockey skeptic uh, scout. And this is such a great point, point. this I wanted to bring up as well. I hope that uh, on ANG you discuss the live betting angles available in the Eagles game. Can't adjust the line enough, et cetera. 1,000%. Yeah. We always talk about these moments in sports that come along that you have to be able to seize upon and exploit and just say, whatever it was I thought before, whatever it was, this is in front of me. I have to just purge all of that and go with this. Uh, we talk about with like a tennis player who all of a sudden has the yips, right? Like, oh my gosh, you can't get the ball over the over the net. You gotta, you know, you want a hugger, but the capitalist in you just like, I gotta fade it, right? <laughs> this was that. This was that yesterday, right? Like yeah. the you couldn't bet the Eagles enough, or as it turned out, the under enough, nope. because you just knew the Niners. The Niners were helpless. Brock Purdy, when he got back in that game from from the early plays of the uh, second half to the end. Through two they attempted two forward passes that's it two and both of them were like the the shortest that could possibly be imagined he just couldn't do it couldn't do it and I really there was a moment there where we thought Kyle Juszczyk was going to be the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers I'm actually kind of surprised Shanahan didn't go to that
4: um, yeah, like, or, or you would have thought like maybe just going straight wildcat would have been in their best interest or something well, like that. Well, they McCaffrey. tried that with McCaffrey.
5: That didn't look uh, too good.
4: Do you want, do you want to hear Purdy talking about the, talking about the yeah, injury and the please. process of it? Please, absolutely.
0: Um, you know, my arm just felt like it stretched out. Um, just felt like really a lot of just shocks all over from my elbow down to my wrist front and back. Um, Just pain, really, all over. Getting an MRI tomorrow, um, you know, it it is a little swollen in the forearm area near the elbow. And um, that's all I know, man. It's uh, still in pain, obviously. But just got to get the MRI tomorrow. I've been throwing after the hit occurred on the sideline just to see where I was at. um, But even in those throws, it was was painful. And so um, I couldn't throw anything, probably over 10 yards, five yards. so. Um, that's why we just had some screens. Those really early option when I, when I went back in.
5: Oof, brutal. As it was explained yeah. to me, uh, Purdy clearly has some sort of stretch injury to either his ulnar or median nerve, which passed through the elbow. The ulnar nerve slides in the ulnar groove, which is at the elbow where the funny bone is. So any kind of contact or stretch injury there affects the ring and pinky fingers. Whereas the median nerve, which is on the other side of the elbow, controls the thumb, first finger and middle finger. So a stretch or crush injury like that causing numbness and tingling would radiate down.
4: Whew. Yeah, I, circling fun. back to your live betting point, it yeah. was I got in as well, but I I waited a little while just because I wasn't. You, it was so watching it live was so odd looking, right? Because you had that fumb, the fumble part of it, which I picked up on like immediately. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, I, I think that ball was out of his hand and it went when it got knocked forward, but the the injury. Was I, I? just I kind of felt like he was going to come back at some point, and, well, and then he never did.
5: Let's get let's get to the you know let's give the Eagles credit though. Shanahan doesn't challenge the Devonte Smith fourth down scoreless game. Yeah, not a catch, right? Not a catch. By the way, you don't even need to challenge it. Just call a timeout, right? As soon as you see yep. Devonte Smith, just call a timeout to to let things settle. And by the way, Nick Sirianni deserves credit for challenging the Purdy play, which was clearly a fumble, yes. right? Yep. Which wasn't initially ruled on the field that way. So give those two coaches, you know, one the criticism he deserves, one the credit he deserves. Um By the way, the the Bills game that we talked about, was it last week? What was the game where I came back in here and I'm like, this replay assist thing, this expedited replay thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. get the memo <laughs> on this. They've, they've, they've talked about it at least five or six plays in this yes. game. Yeah. So that didn't exist yet. First of all, that angle that showed that it wasn't a Devontae Smith catch, funny how we didn't see that angle until after the commercial. Mm-hmm. Replay assist is not supposed to assist when the offensive team races to the line of scrimmage. There seems to be an incongruence in all those things. Wait, Especially, are you
4: serious? That, that was the official, that's yes, an official rule? That's an
5: official rule. But on a fourth down in such a high-leverage situation like that, it is the burden is on the coach. Shanahan, for all his great X's and O's, you know I love him there. He's got issues in game, in game situation, in situational
4: decision making for sure. Um, I guess, I, mean, I guess that's interesting. At first, I'm a little, I was a little shocked by that, but just thinking about it, I guess you want if a team wants to go, you know, kind of college style no huddle offense. And quick to the line as possible. You can't be it does, slowing yeah. them down it, every time.
5: There's no, But there's no logic to in one game you can use it five times. But I'm sorry, they're speeding up. I can't use it here. And it's a big, you know, like, it doesn't make
4: sense. Yeah, they got to figure out something sense. with that.
5: Um, let me just ask you a couple questions with the officiating.
4: Issue. There's a lot of rules they got to figure out.
5: So the Eagles yesterday, again, we'll get to the play-by-play on all this later on the show. But the Eagles ended up with 3.8 yards per play yesterday. They had seven first downs via penalty. And again, once the Niners didn't have a, a functioning human at quarterback, their play calling changed, I would imagine, too. So you got to point that out. But those penalties on the, on the Niners' defense, many of which were legit. Yeah. Do they call all those if that's the Eagles? Um, in the, in the Bengals-Chiefs game, we talked about this, you and I, yesterday. Let's get to that. The Burrow um, intentional grounding late, which was intentional oh. grounding. Would they have called that on Patrick Mahomes? The biggest, uh, and, and let's just get to the end of that game. I don't know, Gil, but yeah. they
4: definitely don't call that during the regular season.
5: So here's my thing with this game. So the the late hit on Joseph Osai out of bounds that gave the Chiefs 15 extra yards and allowed Butker to sneak that 45-yarder in, and he do, did just sneak it in, just over the crossbar. You have to call that, right? It's unfortunate, Yeah, but, but let's hold two thoughts in our heads at the same time. It sucks that it happened to that kid. He played a great game, but you have to call it. Now, yep. the problem is what you didn't call on that play was at least one clear hold and maybe a second hold. What you didn't call was on the punt return that preceded that play, right, a clear block in the back on uh, on number 47 of the, uh, of the Chiefs. That's... Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: I want to get his name. Yeah, Darius
5: what... Darius Harris I believe is his name.
4: I do have my roster in front of me but yeah that, that was
5: I, now I couldn't Those tell are tough. I couldn't tell you who he blocked because they only showed the replay once and Nance and Romo didn't mention it at all. But it was, like, Kelly, you and I on primetime action used to have a gag. Yes. Where it didn't matter if Matt Brown was talking. I would interrupt you, and, I'd be, <laughs> and if we were watching a punt return, I'd be like, hey, Kelly, look, there's a flag on a punt return.
4: <laughs> because that call, is, it's made on every stupid punt return. Every play. Which also lets you know that it happens. I guess this is where, this is. you and I were texting about this last night. I think the NFL just has a rules problem on their hand. I don't really know it's the officiating. It, I think it's a... I think it's almost impossible for us to ask these That's officials good point. officials to actually officiate the game correctly with the way the rules are set up. Again, that intentional grounding uh call, they don't call that during the regular season. We've seen that we you watch every Sunday, you see way more passes that are way over guys' heads or shorter than that throw was that don't get called because they don't wanna they don't wanna have that, oh this it's all about penalties, and they don't want they don't want to have that. Aura around the refs, um, but it, it, it's it's just, it, I think they're in a real tough spot when it comes to holding, when it comes to yeah. hitting the quarterbacks late, high or low, right? Okay. Past interference. Can we put up the Sia
5: Najad tweet? Yeah. Because we're going to talk about the Australian Open, the Farmers Insurance Open a little later on the show, but I've, I've made this point about tennis before, and this is just a, a betting sort of point from Sia, who's on this show a lot. Um I had an amazing PGA week. He said I had an awful NFL week. NFL is king, but I'll say this about golf betting. You don't need to worry about officiating in golf. And I'll say the same thing about tennis. In the NFL, refs have the power to control the action and the outcome. That's simply not a thing in golf. Bet accordingly. And I just think that's a great tweet. Um... Just for better, listen, we all love football. None of us are going to stop betting football. I'm not suggesting we are. Football is our religion. It's the, it was the first love of my life, yep. right? I had immigrant parents, and by six years old, I was obsessed with this thing, and they're like, who is this alien child? So, like, we're, it's not going to change. But has it gotten to the point now where they control so much and it seems to be called arbitrary in the way where it, where it ruined your experience a little bit yesterday, if not a lot? I think that's a valid question.
4: I think it is too. I think we also bring this up. It seems like every year, and then nothing changes, and then we all move on with our lives and love the football. Oh, we're going to uh, move on.
5: We're going to move on to another segment. We're <laughs> we'll look at. Uh, we'll look at. Uh, we'll look at some odds, some MVP odds. We'll look at uh, again the game coming up. What an interesting matchup because, oh boy, Chiefs injuries. That's the issue. And again, we'll go through this play by play. A amazing. Jaron Jackson discussion for betting purposes as well. Controversy there. It's a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network.
1: I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports.
3: to start listening.
5: A numbers
2: game on VSIN, the sports betting network.
5: If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's VSIN. Dot com slash subscribe we get tweets at beating the book this is from uh mcmanus uh cannot wait for the recap of the show later uh recap of the games later um play by play number two eagles dominating victory chiefs eke out a win philly favored in a game they shouldn't be it's like i heard this somewhere before chiefs ml lfg you know what that means so This harkens back to our discussion that we had last week on Friday, Kelly, you and I, where I brought up, I was like, what if one team blows out the other in one game, Mm -hmm. one of one team ekes out in the other, and then you'll see a line that favors the team that got the blowout, but can you really read in as much as you think you can to that victory and to the eking out on the other side? So now here is, by the way, here's how the Super Bowl odds have already moved at Circa.
4: This is Yeah, this is Circa. So and and I think they were one of the first, or if not the first to market yesterday. So you'll see at the bottom, we have a two. It's two and a half to the Chiefs is what they had opened. And yesterday. now and now two and a half on the Eagles. And now two and a half to the Eagles. So that that swing in about twenty minutes of, bet, of betting action yesterday.
5: And who's the only one of those Chiefs who's on the injury report currently? Sneed.
4: Uh, as far as the defensive backs go, yes. Now, obviously, this is very early because they yeah. haven't even practiced yet. But yeah, you've got—I mean, McCole Hardman, Juju Smith-Schuster, Canarius, Tony—all on there from the wide receiver yeah, standpoint.
5: That's what I'm saying. Like, i, I get that move. Yeah, I of those I, was,
4: I mean, I texted you this. I—I I sat down. I guess a little late because I didn't catch the circuit number. But I sat when I sat down to look at the opening lines. I was like, if I can get Eagles at Pickham or better. I'm betting it just, ju- just to take a piece of – um, I, I mean, I think they're still a great team, but we're talking about all these injuries on the Kansas City side. I don't feel comfortable betting against Mahomes, but that was my – as far as opening betting goes, I thought it would be a smart money line bet at least to grab that early, and I'm missing because it, it swung all the way back to Eagles I, 2, 2.5.
5: I will say this again. I totally get the move because of the injuries, but I, I'm with McManus. It's exactly what we talked about last week. And I think you do have some value on the Chiefs. Call me Al. We got two weeks to figure it out. Rihanna, first song should be Lift Me Up from Black Panther Movie. Two million likes on YouTube. All black theme, LOL. Yes, I'm a black man that stays in Chicago given recent events in Memphis. Makes sense. Uh, This is from, let's see, (laughs) do-do-do. These are great. Some of these are awesome. Um, I have no blue check mark. Well, we'll get to this when we talk about the Australian Open, so maybe I'll I'll save that one. Because he has a, a tennis question. We do have Jaron Jackson tweets as well. We'll get to those. I promise we'll cover both sides of the Jaron Jackson issue. They're already thinking we're taking the side of the Reddit user, which we'll get to next oh, segment. Yeah, we're, no, not. No, we're not. We're covering both sides of it. <laughs> we're covering both sides of it, Motor City Mike. Don't worry. Uh, the Better Life snuggled up with the Better Baby as we listen to Uncle Gil on the radio. He's got a new child. And they're listening. Uh, uh, let's see here. This is uh, Hoops Shot. He says, I admire you, Gil, but you're wrong with saying the Eagles limped into the Super Bowl. I didn't say they limped in. I said they had an easy road. Uh, they could yeah, if
4: anything I said it more. Yeah,
5: they could have had
4: <laughs> don't blame me for what <laughs> yeah, Kelly right. yeah, don't exactly. blame me for what Kelly
5: says who's not uh, He said they could have had uh, Joe Montana in his prime the Eagles D line what, what does it say The Eagles limped in the Super Bowl. Oh they could oh the Niners could have had Joe Montana in his prime. the Eagles D line mauled that O line to yes actually knock out the quarterbacks. The Eagles are better on both sides of the ball. period. Sure maybe. Sure. We'll never know. And by the way, we'll never know if the Niners would have had Brock Purdy dropping back to pass if they'd challenge that play also, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's a butterfly effect to this This kind of thing. Um, Charles in, in Connecticut, you just asked, did the officiating ruin my enjoyment of yesterday? No, but that's because I've come to expect crappy officiating much more often than not.
4: I mean, I, that, that's the one I just, I think I'm more on the side of that. It's the... Well, that
5: sucks, doesn't it?
4: I mean, yeah, it sucks. Of course, it sucks. I don't know, but I love the NBA too. Like, what, like block charges? Like the hardest call in sports. <sighs> I mean, geez, did anybody see the Lakers Celtics on Saturday? Oh my God! If you want to talk about uh, bad officiating, we could go places
5: against LeBron, right? Yes. Robbie Gil, no one has brought up the butterfly effect, meaning. We just talked about it. Meaning if the pass to Smith is overturned, the Niners get the ball. All the events change. Brock Purdy play and his injury never happens. Nothing after that happens because (laughs) the whole course of everything changes. Yeah. Uh, Jack Cannon makes a great point. So Kirby Smart calls a timeout after seeing a formation, but Kyle Shanahan doesn't Mm -hmm. throw a flag after seeing Devontae Smith's reaction. Think coaching doesn't matter. 100%.
4: You know what no, a noted Niners fan or director uh, I say wrinkle, said it before the show to me and, and he's right cuz at first I, I brought up the challenge point what you do there is call a timeout cuz it's so early I in said the that game I, said I, know, that. I know I know I yeah. know you said it yeah. too but you do you call a timeout I don't think I because it's so early in the game I don't know if I've got the stones to throw a challenge flag there either and kind of uh, Listen if I hadn't seen Smith's reaction I'm not going to suggest I would have had the presence of
5: mind to do it either Yeah Maybe pro. maybe not though but as, as soon as you saw his reaction, I'm screaming at the TV, dude.
4: Yeah. like Throw something. Yeah. It's a fourth down play. Uh, Brad. I mean, yeah, but I, I mean or at a minimum, you call a timeout, right? Because it makes them look at it more. Plus, yes. not in this hurry up mode.
5: Spiderweb. What everyone is not talking about is on that last Mahomes scramble, 92 is being held on a blanket hold. Again, we've talked about all this already. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, AJ. AJ Fiori. Uh, let the Tom Brady to San Francisco talks begin. Boy, that's a tough thing. Like, Purdy got hurt, and so now they're going to go full steam after Brady. Did you see the Rex Ryan thing this weekend? Did you see this? Rex no, Ryan yeah, with, opened. A bunch of
4: 100 things he says a morning that are
5: shocking. Openly speculating that Dan Snyder will, snail, will sell and then Washington will have both Brady and Sean Payton. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's not happening. Jeez, all right. uh, Jesse Welch. Along with grabbing uh, the Kittle Super Bowl MVP tickets today, can I also get a Bucks Super Bowl winning ticket too? Yes, both available. Yeah, um, and on and on with these. We'll get to and we'll get to more of these. We would appreciate it. But um, you agree with that that Philadelphia should be the favorite now because of the injuries but you're not racing to bet this. Yeah, do you, not do at you, all. This,
4: do you, Will this be the exact same swing back and forth that we saw I with mean, the Chiefs last week? This, that's, I mean, we texted about this last night. Yeah. I think that's going to be the interesting thing to watch, uh, you know, the next couple of weeks. I mean, we're still talking about just, it's going to be Chiefs injuries, right? That's all you're going to hear about for the next couple of weeks. And, and the one, I don't know how much that's going to affect the line over the next cu- couple of weeks. If they, if they are, you know, if some of these wide receiver injuries are worse um, You know, and Snead, you know, gets ruled out or something like that. I think that might influence the betting from more of the, you know, pro sharp guys, whatever. Uh, But the one thing we know for sure, almost for sure, I guess, I guess I'm assuming this. On Saturday or Sunday, day of the Super Bowl, you're telling me people, Joe Publix walking into the sports book and seeing Patrick Mahomes at plus money on a money line and they're not betting that?
3: Like, right. that's where I think,
4: like, th- it might take two weeks, but I think you're going to see movement on game day.
5: Yesterday, the Chiefs played the final quarter of that football game with Valdez Scantling, Marcus Kemp, and Sky Moore at wide receiver. Yeah. And three rookies at cornerback against one of the best quarter- uh, quarterback wide receiver combos. At all. Yeah,
4: games, and so. I don't really know what that whole story is with the secondary. That's the one I'm looking forward to seeing more in- more detailed injury reports on what's, once, uh, once they start practicing again, um, but Nance brought that up on the broadcast about how you know at a certain point they had three three rookies out on the field for for an extended period of time, and. I mean, hey, this is where whatever guy was, was tweeting at me about the Eagles. The Eagles are still really, really good. Yes. And, and I, that's, I'm sorry. if there are. This is
5: an uh, exercise in holding multiple exa- thoughts in this, your head at the it, same time, ladies and gentlemen. It's the perfect
4: exercise of that. Yes. The Eagles had an easy road to the Super Bowl. Are the Eagles still damn good that they're better than every team in the NFL? Yes. Yes, that is absolutely possible. <laughs> it's amazing. So I'm sorry. If I, if I know more the Kansas City de- defense is going to be starting that many rookies in the secondary against the likes of... Of A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Devontae Smith? Yes, I'm going to be looking at betting the Eagles in this game. We, we also found out from Jim Nance right before the game. Did you hear this? That that Kelsey,
5: Travis Kelsey almost didn't play. I know. Uh, he looked like he might not as early as Sunday morning, yesterday morning, after tweaking his back on the second-to-last nap of practice on Friday.
4: Yeah, that was very bizarre. So
5: that game. was bizarro then, as well. Because
4: like, he looked fine. Right? By the way, let's
5: let's sort of close the the the... Loose end on this. You mentioned how we learned after the game just how much the Chiefs were affected by all this Burrow talk. Oh, gosh, do we have yes. do we have the Mahomes sound on there? Yeah,
4: we do. We can, You know what we can do, uh, yeah. Isaiah? Roll well, these back to back. Let's go, Kelsey, Kelsey, and then I mean, Mahomes. Yeah, Post game hey, talking. Should, about I mean, they beat us but, last time. We're they were understand. talking about we, we got to play them. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, the mayor came at me, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I understand he's the mayor of Cincinnati, so he has to think about something.
5: But uh, I mean, it's. It's something that you just got to play the football game and then let your play do the talking. I want to thank God, man. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Burrow had my ass! Woo! It's
2: Mahomes' house! <laughs> hey!
5: I- <laughs> yeah. They they, they were cared about. They it. cared. They cared a big time. By the way, the, we haven't brought up Tony Romo yet, but the most appropriate way to end that broadcast last night was after that one when, when Romo goes, it's not Burrow land," He said. Arrowhead? <laughs> what? That's like, we oh God. About oh God. Right. Go off the air, please, already. Coming back. A little golf and tennis talk, more football, numbers game V the Sports Betting Network.
1: Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you.
3: Warning
0: this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
2: Numbers game on Vsin, the sports betting network.
5: If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the Vsin experts have got you covered. Become a Vsin Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. Vsin Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by Vsin show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, Vsin betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets. Best bets and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. There's no time to lose. It's Guessing Lines, makeshift version. Chrissy Andrews. Full intro. So many games to get to. So little time. So many games. <laughs> what were there, 16 this weekend? Full No, no buys? What's happening, man? How are you? Chris Andrews? everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Can I start with a tweet? Sure. Let's just start with a tweet before we launch it. Jack Larkin, given the movement all week in the Chiefs-Bengals spread market, can you ask Chrissy if there was an outcome that would have been bad or really bad for him if the game fell on one or two either way?
2: Oh, yeah. One either way (laughs) was bad.
5: You would have been destroyed.
2: Especially since he by one, and that's why I didn't want it. I was looking maybe overtime or – you know, whatever, if they scored, did they go for two? Well, I you know, probably, maybe, I don't know, whatever. But one, either way, was very bad. But Cincy by one was a crusher.
5: In the end, I'm guessing because of the Niners teaser being wiped out, it worked out well for you.
2: You know, that was a big plus for us. The other one was uh, in that Niner game. Uh, you know, I know Jimmy posted the one ticket, you know, minus two and a half for 100000 That guy he was looking to bet as much as he could at two and a half. So once I got – and we had gone back – we went to three and back to two-and-a-half again, you know, after that. But once I went to three that morning, I said, you know, I, I don't want to keep going back and forth, you know. And everybody's – you know, a lot of bookmakers are afraid to go to the three. The three isn't what hurts you. It's the two-and-a-half or the three-and-a-half that kills you. So I didn't want to keep going back and forth, but I just kept taking the three off me. I was the only three flat. If I'd have gone to two-and-a-half, I'd have been the only two-and-a-half flat. I also had a big future out there on Philly. But you know, one to you know, it doesn't you know, three is still a little bit of a margin. Um, but I just kept letting them take that, and you know, that that wound up working in my favor. I don't want it to say like I'm this genius bookmaker. I just didn't feel like going back and forth and
4: that's what I read into it
5: (laughs) as people someone out there's gonna be like he said he was a genius
4: bookmaker yeah (laughs) right yeah get that sound clip yeah uh
2: but I just I just didn't feel like getting back off the three and like I said they just kept taking so that wound up being a really good result
5: I know none of us knows for sure but do you anticipate this line for the Super Bowl which started as Kansas City's a two and a half point favorite now it's Philadelphia two and a half point favorite do you anticipate it going back if we find out some of these Chiefs players are okay
2: yeah, you know, I we weren't first to market. You know, we had some technical problems, not to go into that. But anyway, <laughs> we I wanted to open. I thought they asked me like while the game was going on. I thought Kansas City one and a half or two was a good number, so I was going to open one and a half. But by the time I went up, it was going to pick everywhere. So we opened Kansas City one. You know when it was pick everywhere, so yeah. they took the one off me. Then it just kept going that way, and I that I was
5: that was my guess. Kansas City minus one. Kind yeah, of I, out, yeah,
2: I really liked one and a half a little better, but yeah. okay, you know, but it just kept going and going and going, and you know, so we were two and a half, and I, we just went back to two. They took the money line off me also on the Chiefs. And listen, I, I, I've seen this happen over the years. You might have a trend for thirteen days. Then on the 14th oh, day, yeah. it turns around. It just turns around. You know, so, I I mean, could it go back to Chiefs a favorite? I think, yeah, that's very possible, sure.
5: All right, we have no time to lose. Let's start with San Francisco at Philadelphia yesterday again. Um, after a pitchy Anita Baker National Anthem, I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know if it was she was trying to have her Marvin Gaye moment, but that was odd because she's great in concert, but that was brutal. Philadelphia's second play of the game, Fred Warner Hurt, on a Miles Sanders run, comes back a few plays later, and if you're a Niners backer or a Niners fan, you're thinking, oh, oh, what? So glad he's back. That's the worst that could possibly happen to us today. (laughs) Fourth and three, then, at the San Francisco 35, 10-28 left first quarter scoreless game. Hurts to Devontae Smith for 29. It appeared to be a spectacular catch, but it wasn't. Mysteriously, no other angle on the replay before the commercial. Kyle Shanahan does not challenge, does not use a general uh, regular timeout, and somehow the uh, expedited replay, which by rule shouldn't come into a, uh, a uh, quick huddle, they don't activate either. It all goes the other way. We only find out that it wasn't a catch definitively till after the break. And so on that fourth and three, it's a big conversion. Two plays later, Sanders in from six, seven to nothing Philly. Big mistake by Kyle Shanahan. There was such a, a tell by Devontae Smith's reaction. He absolutely should have at least called a timeout. Also, by the way, the Eagles offensive line on that drive moves early on every play, never gets called. San Francisco, sixth play ensuing drive. Now they're down a touchdown. Purdy hit by Hassan Reddick. Fumbles. Recovered by Linval Joseph. Purdy examined by the team doctor immediately. Good on Nick Sirianni for challenging that and getting it overturned. Because remember, it was ruled incomplete on the field. Then Philadelphia with a three and out. So to this point, fortunate third down conversion to A.J. Brown on third down earlier on that Eagles drive. Um, Greenlaw was in Hurts' face. Then the Fugazi 29-yard pass completion to Smith that wasn't on fourth down. Eagles offensive lineman jumping early every play, plus one in turnovers. Purdy knocked out of the game, and it's still only 7 nothing. Josh Johnson comes in. The Niners' fourth-string quarterback and fourth quarterback this year. Remember, Josh Johnson had been a member of 14 different NFL teams, the most for a player in league history. 20 different stints, by the way. 14 different teams is the record, but it's 20 different Mm -hmm. stints. He also played in the UFL, that's the United Football League, the Alliance of American Football, the AAF, and the XFL. Three and out. Bosa hurt now on the sidelines. On the punt, remained in though, came back into the game, also got a little limpy or had to sort of had a hitch in his giddy up at the end of that drive. Just unbelievable, the stuff happening to the Niners. Philadelphia, four and out. Hurts overthrows Brown. Illegal hands to the face penalty on Philadelphia. Tacked on to San Francisco field position after the punt. By the way, the Eagles claimed the ball hit the wire. Finally, a break for San Francisco. uh, And then Bosa was limping off the field. So again, to that point in the game, we're still talking about the first quarter. The the, the, the potential coach of the year blows a challenge, a would-be challenge that he should have thrown the flag on or at least use a timeout. The would-be offensive rookie of the year, In Brock Purdy, certainly a candidate, gets knocked out of the game. And the uh, presumptive defensive player of the year limps off the field twice. Uh, Second quarter. Niners start at midfield, five and out. Philadelphia starts at their own six, 13 minutes left, second quarter, three and out. In fact, they lose five yards. And so San Francisco starts at the Philadelphia 46 on the ensuing drive. Six-play drive, two minutes, 46 seconds. McCaffrey, 23-yard run, bouncing off four Philadelphia potential tacklers, seven to seven. What a run for McCaffrey. Yeah. To this point in the game, Philadelphia's first drive was 11 plays, 66 yards, seven points, their last three drives, 10 plays, 13 points yards zero points so the san francisco defense was getting it done then the next drive philadelphia fourth and inches at their own 34 639 left second quarter took push first down hurts for one then jimmy ward gets called for a pi on third and six then a hands to the face on mcgill two plays later when he was getting held of course i'm gonna put hands to the face i'm getting held later on the drive a illegal contact at Charvarius ward Two plays later, Sanderson from 13, 14-7 to Philadelphia. 14 plays, 75 yards, 653. Wishnev texts me, quote, I don't think there's a big difference between Purdy and Johnson. I say, yeah, there is. Keep that in mind. Second play of the drive. Johnson just straight drops the snap. Would have recovered it, but McGlinchey's foot comes down at just the wrong moment. Allows Reddick to recover on the San Francisco 30. Wishnev texts, quote, Maybe catching the snap is more important than I realize. Philadelphia, second play. Face mask on Greenlaw when Sirianni was being really nonchalant about his two timeouts. Next play, Scott in from 10. 21 7, Philly. End of half after Johnson doesn't see a wide open Jennings on first down. Philadelphia, plus two in turnovers. 19 minutes to 11 minutes of time of possession. Here's another note. Gronk should stick to USAA commercials. Did you see his horrible halftime analysis? Yeah. it oh, was awful. Third quarter, Kittle wide open on second down. San Francisco starts the drive. Johnson doesn't see him, but does see him on third and 13 for 22. But two plays later, Johnson is hit by Dominican Sue, Head bounces on the turf. Purdy back in. Hands off. Niners have to punt. And you're like, uh-oh. He really can't throw, Kenny. Can Philadelphia three and out. Now, during this series, it looked like McCaffrey might have to take snaps or Kyle Juszczyk. Hurdy in, though, on the ensuing drive. 10:47 left in the third quarter. He starts with two handoffs and then a little dump off to McCaffrey on third. A block was missed. Niners have to punt. McCaffrey could have gone a long way. Philadelphia then a nine-and-out. At this point, Philadelphia really shouldn't even be passing the football. But a roughing the kicker on Jordan Mason extends the drive, and then six plays later, Hurts in on the push. 28-7 Philadelphia. I mean, we're watching dead man walking here at this point. Fourth quarter, San Francisco at a fourth and two at the uh, 47. Their own 47. Debo had a four-yard loss. Ensuing drive, there was a personal foul on Greenlaw punching the ball repeatedly. Elliott ends up with a 31-yard field goal, 31 to 7, and then Purdy threw only a second pass since returning. Also super short to Kittle. Fourth and three at the San Francisco 38. Debo seven-yard loss. End of the game, plus three in turnovers for the Eagles. The Niners held to 11 first downs, 164 total yards. The Eagles only had 269 themselves. They didn't need to do anything. Uh, 11 penalties for the Niners for 81 yards. And again, the Eagles, 3.8 yards per play, seven first downs via penalty. And again, once the Niners didn't have a functioning human at quarterback, their play calling changed, I'm sure. But you got to point that out. But again, congratulations to Eagles fans, Eagles backers. But those who thought your handicap was correct and the Niners' handicap wasn't, please, let's... Uh, Let's not be so disingenuous about what was in front of you. Uh, more with Chrissy. We'll do the uh, Bengals and the Chiefs on the other side. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the sports betting network. Skill Alexander, Chrissy Andrews, Kelly Bidlin. We get tweets. Bill Hooker just Googled upcoming tennis tournaments. In a couple weeks, there'll be another opportunity to pronounce Cotter. Thank you. Uh, Jesse Welch. For somebody who's been into golf for about 18 months, is this how it goes? Either a couple of front runners battle it out all four days to see who wins, or a lesser-known guy... Leads all week and then gets overtaken in the last 10 holes by a front runner. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Trip Tepper. We went from last week's push to the Mom Mush with the interview with Ryder's mother and Tori. <laughs> Rockette Morton. I'm listening via delay as you've probably moved on from Romo's arrowhead comment. Oh, no, no, we're getting to it. Uh, And then this one is from uh, Charles in Connecticut. Thanks for reading my tweet. You made it sound so much more exciting than when I reread it before I sent it. Made my day. Yeah, I need to rethink some thoughts in my life. You and Kelly keep up the great stuff. So entertaining every day. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, You guys mind if I have verbal diarrhea and go through this game real quick, Chrissy? Go ahead. Do it. All right. Cincinnati, Kansas City. We learned again right before the game started. Jim Nance says, Kelsey almost didn't play. Travis Kelsey almost didn't play. Looked like he might not as early as Sunday morning after tweaking his back on the second-to-last snap of practice Friday. But he does go. 20th consecutive championship game in which team that won the toss elected to defer. This was the first time Steve Fezzik was joking about this on the Megapod. This was the first time where they were sort of nonplussed by it. Usually it's like, I can't believe they deferred. That's Mm -hmm. fascinating. They do it all
4: the time.
5: Game begins. Cincinnati, five plays, four yards. Burrow sacked for a nine-yard loss by Frank Clark on 39, their own 32. But Legereus Sneed knocked out of the game for Kansas City. That'll be a big storyline this week. Butker, 43-yard field goal in the ensuing drive, 3 nothing Kansas City. After a Mahomes to Tony would-be touchdown pass was ruled incomplete on the field, might have been a catch but didn't have enough to overturn. Romo, quote, still deciding they haven't determined it yet. Nance, they said incomplete. Incomplete <laughs> now, you're right. Cincinnati burrow sacked on second down by Willie Gay and Frank Clark. On third down by Chris Jones. Those offensive line concerns from last week coming home to roost. Three and out. But the Bengals would adjust. Kansas City, second and 11 at the Cincinnati 35, 217 left first quarter. Designed hook and lateral. How about that? Mahomes to Kelsey for 13. And Kelsey's lateral was so poor, actually, a fumble recovered by McKinnon, eventually settled for a Butker 24 yard field goal, six to nothing. So at this point, the first quarter, total domination by the Chiefs, 109 to zero in total yards, only six to nothing. Second quarter, Cincinnati adjusts with a quick out to Chase, a tight end screen to Mitchell Wilcox. But then sacked on first and 10 on the Cincinnati 49, this time by Karloftis. Bengals would overcome with a third and 14 conversion, 16 to Boyd. They settle for a McPherson 30 yard field goal, six to three, Kansas City. Then we learn that Kadarius Toney is out. Remember, he had fallen awkwardly earlier. Kansas City gets to a third and one at the Cincinnati 14. Mahomes technically sacked for no gain, but on fourth and one, Mahomes to Kelsey. Touchdown, 13 to three, Kansas City. Cincinnati, third play of the ensuing drive. Third and two at the Cincinnati 33. 2.30 left in the second quarter. Burrow picked by Jalen Watson, who, like last week, just gives up on the play, this time running out of bounds instead of... Remember, he fell down for no reason last week? This time he runs out of bounds. The return could have been better. Instead... Kansas City starts at the Cincinnati 39 in plus territory with 222 left. People forget that the return on the pick, he just sort of nonchalantly went out of bounds. So they start at the Cincinnati 39 with 222 left, up 10. They don't gain a yard on three incomplete passes, which seemed massive at the time because you should run, milk the clock. Mm. You're getting the ball first. In the second half, what are you doing? And they punt. 39-yard line. They punt. Didn't gain a yard. Cincinnati starts at their own four with 2.03 left. They go 91 yards. Kansas City's fortunate they didn't punch it in. Settle for a McPherson 23-yard field goal. It's 13-6 Kansas City at the half. And after Kansas City starts the third quarter with a three and out, the Bengals go eight plays, 62 yards in 3 minutes, 35 seconds. They convert a third and six of the Kansas City 27 with 9.59 left. Burrow to Higgins for 27 13-13, third and 6 conversion earlier on the drive on a Burrow 11-yard run. We are tied. Kansas City third and fourth, at the KC 29, 9:10 left third quarter. Mahomes to Hardman for 11, but both Mahomes and Hardman are hurt. Michael Hardman is hurt and Mahomes comes up gimpy. Eventually on third and 7 at the Cincinnati 26, 6:07 left in the third quarter, Mahomes to Valdez, scantly, a scantling looked to be a fourth in inches on the Cincinnati 19, but they overturned it on review. Said that Valdez Scantley had stretched out for the first down. I didn't think they were going to overturn that, but they did. Three yeah. plays later, Mahomes to Valdez Scantley for 19 touchdown, 20 to 13, Kansas City. Then Cincinnati three and out. Kansas City first and ten at the Cincinnati 46. One minute left in the third quarter. Snap is high. Mahomes can't handle it. Fumble recovered by Sam Hubbard or from Tony Romo. Quote: I think this is a fumble. And if you never get possession of the ball, even if your arms go forward, you never have possession. It's a. It's going to be a fumble, Jim. <laughs> I transcribed that. <laughs> fourth quarter, Cincinnati fourth and six at Kansas City forty-one. First play of the fourth quarter. Burrow to chase for 35 on the fourth and six. Two plays later, P Ryan in from two. We are tied again, 20 apiece. And this, as Patty Dukes uh, put up earlier in the uh in the show on Twitter. KC, we thought it was a six and out, third and nine with a uh, 1029 left in the game. Mahomes to Kelsey for four. Kansas City's got a punt, right? Nope. Apparently the play never happened. Then Mahomes sacked, but a flag on Eli Apple for defensive holding extends the drive. Bengals, backers, fans, players, coaches, livid, justifiably so. Three plays later, Kansas City does have to punt. And thank God they did for everybody, because again, if that resulted in Kansas City's eventual game winner, it would have been a calamity. Cincinnati starts with 918 left, 918 left. Burrow picked by Joshua Williams. Great shoestring tackle by T. Higgins. Kansas City starts at their own 14 with 6.53 left. We're tied. Third and 12 at the Cincinnati 41 is what eventually happens with 2.44 left. Mahomes to McKinnon for three, holding penalty on Kansas City. This was a big decision. Instead of a third and 22, Cincinnati declines the penalty, and Kansas City decides to punt instead of trying a 55-yard field goal or going for it. Based on how close Butker's field goal was later, that was a good decision.
4: Yeah, I think it was good decisions all around.
5: I do, too. Cincinnati starts with 2.30 left at their own six. Burrow to Higgins for 10, two minutes left. Burrow for three. Then the intentional grounding that was called on Burrow. I think it's a correct call. Would they have called that on Mahomes? I don't know. Third and 16, 1.12 left. Burrow to Hurst for 23. Cincinnati's in business. 56 le- uh, 56 seconds left. They've got two timeouts. First and 10 at their 33. Burrow to Hurst for two. Timeout Cincinnati. Second and eight, incomplete intended for Irwin. Third and eight with 44 seconds left. Kansas City's first sack since early in the second quarter. Burrow sacked by Chris Jones. What a game he played. 41 seconds left. Timeout, Chiefs. Kansas City now receives the punt. 27-yard punt return by Sky Moore. Brutal block in the back by Darius Harris goes uncalled. I'd love to tell you who he blocked, but they only showed the replay once, and Nance and Romo didn't mention a thing about it. Mahomes starts at their own 47 with 30 seconds left with one timeout left. Six-yard pass to Pacheco. Timeout, Kansas City. Last one. 21 seconds left. And then Mahomes for five, but Joseph Asai flagged for unnecessary roughness. He hits him out of bounds. 15-yard penalty. Eight seconds left. 45-yard field goal by Butker. Good. Barely. 23-20 Kansas City. Three seconds left. Pitchy-pitchy. Woo-woo fails. Ball game. Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. It's not Burrowland, he said. Arrowhead? Again, Romo confused at the end. Chiefs played the final quarter with Valdez, Scantling, Marcus Kemp, and Sky Moore at wide receiver. Three rookies at cornerback. My goodness, Chiefs headed to the Super Bowl third time in four years.
2: Uh, what a great organization they are! You know, ever since Andy Reid got there, and of course finding Mahomes <laughs> didn't hurt it all either. You know, but I, I I wanted to make the Chiefs the favorite, you know, but like I said, we had a little technical issue back there. By the time we got up, I saw it going to pick everywhere. I still opened them the favorite. Uh, we got bet. Uh, but I, I think the Chiefs should be, you know, I'm not going to say three, but I thought they should be maybe one and a half, two, something Me in that to. range. Yeah, Me too.
5: Yeah. Despite the injuries, right? Yeah, the injuries this, yeah. make sense why yeah, it would yeah. swing.
2: We got two weeks, though.
5: We got you know, two we weeks. We got two weeks. Which I, is an eternity.
2: Yeah, it is. For, you know, guys in that kind of shape, you know, physically, I I think for the most part they're going to be okay. Uh, But I I have not been super impressed with Philadelphia, you know, in the last maybe month or so. Um, You know, listen, they've been terrific all year. But you could say that about the Chiefs as well. They've had some good games and some not-so-good games. But, um, you know, I just have more faith in the Chiefs at this point in time. I just do.
5: Eagles offensive line, defensive line are fabulous. But the best player on the field is still Patrick Mahomes.
2: Yeah. Chris Jones may have something to say about that, you know, the other day, at least yesterday. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes, you know, if he's 100%, I mean, is there anybody, you know, right now in this league that you would trust more? You know, Burrow is probably right up there. You know, but I think Mahomes, you know, a little more trustworthy.
5: (sighs) Two weeks to discuss it. Two weeks to discuss props, both on the field and off. Talking about halftime show stuff, anthem stuff. Should be fun. And then we're all going to miss football together. We've done all we can do. Thank you, Christy, as always. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment,
2: oh my God.